welcome to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Jazz Beats. Man, we're, we're, ha- we're happy you guys are here. I- I'm happy. For sure. It's, I'm happy you're here, Tyson. It's freezing outside. It's so cold. Um, but it's fortunate Great. that we are back at Fizz, as yes. usual. Yes. And we're, we're, we're sucking down some old... Some old hot chocolates going what, on right now. What's your flavor of choice? I today? went with Mo Latte. I don't even remember what was in it, but it's a delight. Raspberry truffle hot, whip cream <laughs> added extra baby. Because why wouldn't you? Fizz has it all. It's like anything you're craving. It's just just go to Fizz and you'll find something to satisfy that. You can even buy a small cup of jalapenos for a dollar. Why not? I I I'm. It's my new thing. <laughs> Just straight jalapenos. Yeah, just sliced okay. jalapenos. Okay. Should definitely look into it. Thanks, Fizz. Um, <laughs> the Jazz are at 500 exactly now. We won two of our last three. We haven't said, we haven't had a winning record in a few weeks. That's right. I, I feel as far as, as far as that week. Now, you predicted that we were going to only get one, win one of those three games. So yeah, sh- but do I at least get an asterisk next to my prediction, right? How Because so? no Luca. Did- I didn't know. We didn't know Luca wasn't going to play. We didn't know he was going to get hurt. So that's the other game. The extra game we won was the Dallas You should Mavericks. know. You should know Luca. was going to I should have known. Hurt. You should have known he was going to get hurt. Do you think the Jazz lose that game with Luca playing? Um, yeah. Like you, you I pre- really I, that's what I predicted. You really do. So I think so. He's, he's top three players in the league right now. We uh, only won <laughs> by eight. The three-point shooting in that game was just back and forth, back yeah. and forth. It was kind of fun. Uh, but you can see in the first half of that game, Dallas struggling with with their offense because we had an early lead on them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, teams dig deep, and they had some good coaching and some good direction. They came back in the second half. But uh, it, you're right. I mean, Luca does score more than eight points a game. <laughs> um, Dinwiddie had a good night. Um, it seems like we always let somebody overperform. Somebody oh. over their average. Speaking of that, against the Trailblazers, the the one game we lost by ten. Oh man! Damian Lillard had sixty points in just thirty nine minutes. Um, Damian thoughts. plays well against Utah. Yeah, historically, I I feel like every I think time so. he comes to the arena, he plays well here, and and it's I honestly I enjoy watching him. He's he probably has player. a lot of fans in Utah. Going to so. Weber State, yeah, a um, lot of fans. In Utah of Damian Lillard. And that's, are you a fan? I am I feel like I'm obligated to not be a fan. Do you have some history with Damian Lillard? We don't, we don't have to about? go there. I, I played against Lillard in college true, and folks. that's all we're going to say. Uh, outside of his... So I, I have to not like him. Is that I, why? I feel obligated okay, to not okay, like but him. But yeah. what was he like as a, as a person on the court? I have no idea. I don't remember him saying okay. anything. Um, he did scream once when after, right after he dunked on me, so I, I did hear that pretty good. <laughs> Obviously, you could have left that that detail out, but yeah. After a monster dunk, he screamed, and yeah. I heard it because I was nearby. <laughs> no, he was he was really good. He was it was fun. I never thought he would be where he is now. Right. And even when he was drafted, I think sixth, it was surprising to me. Right, right. He led the league and or led the country in scoring in college, so he wasn't a no namer, but. I, I, just being at Weber State and and not playing against the kind of talent that the big schools play at, right. I thought would hurt him. But man, has he developed into an amazing 
Yeah, I mean, he is the face of that franchise. And honestly, losing by 10 points when Damian Lillard throws down 60 points, I was I was impressed with the Jazz that game. And I know we lost, but I, I don't know. I, I didn't feel bad about it. I felt like we played hard, and Damian just play outplayed us but we did pretty good i think i I feel better i feel more that way when when we score when offensively we're very good and and that's how we've been all year is our our offense is still top three in the league our defense is bottom five bottom three we scored 124 points and still lost after lillard dropped 60 um but i i think it's something about just the offensive side, it just looks more polished than good defense. So it's like, yeah, we played good. We scored 124. Markkinen right. had another good game. You know, we, we played really well, but we just couldn't defend. And I think that makes me feel better. <laughs> I think so, because it's definitely funner to watch offense right. than it is defense. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Do you think – we were talking about this before we pushed the record button, but, I mean, some of the players historically that are the greats, like – excluding LeBron, seem to stay where they are for a long time. Like, yeah. Trey Young, I mean, he's is he an Atlanta guy forever? Giannis, I mean, John Stockton, Kobe Bryant. Are some of these players, do, is Damian a Blazer guy? I feel like he could go anywhere, to he's, be honest. He's said he's a Blazer guy. He has. I think so, but he's but committed. so did Donovan Mitchell, you know? He said he's a Utah guy. Like he? He's, he wants to be in Utah forever. Rudy Gobert did forever. I guess we traded then, right, so right. it's hard to say, but... It's interesting to think about these young guys and whether or not they all will be lifers. Like yeah. Luca, like Ja, like Trey Young, like Giannis is still on the young side of things. But it's so weird. I, I can't picture Giannis going anywhere. I, I think Giannis said that because of how his experience was coming into the NBA as an immigrant, of course, and he had some visa issues, how Milwaukee took care of him. Uh, I, I don't think he'll ever leave Milwaukee for any amount of money, ever. It makes me appreciate those players a little more. I think so, too. It, it opens up a different kind of personality. Yeah. I like him. What about the Hornets game? Anything that came out um, of that? Well, I'm just looking at your notes that you put down, and it just says garbage team, no hopes this season. So <laughs> <laughs> um, They didn't have LaMelo, which is big. He's kind of been in and out of injury all injured, year. He's right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're, they're shooting for the bottom. They're they're going for a draft. Uh, Dimwitty is that how you say his name? For Dallas. For Dallas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you like him? I do. I do too. <laughs> I was cheering for him the whole game. I was like, some of his passes are just so unorthodox. I don't even know how to describe it. Like he goes up for a a slam dunk and passes the ball from the three point line. It's so weird. He like goes up with two hands and <laughs> leans his body and passes. It's weird. It's weird. I I like watching him yeah. though. Like as a person. I'm like, okay, I like you. Come over for supper. Let's pick up some play ball in the bag. Like he was a cool. So dude. you think his his odd style of play, as far as you see, it translates to his personality? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll bet he's yeah. funny. I bet he has a good joke up his sleeve. <laughs> but I do like him as a player too. Like he carried the team. He was aggressive. He was a leader on the court when they didn't have. Uh, who was sitting that game? Luca oh, yeah. wasn't wasn't playing. I feel like he stepped up in a classy, like aggressive. way. I just liked it. You know, yeah. and I think. I just think he's a fun player. Okay, if he had to beat us, are we having this conversation? Well, he about it, you liking him and wanting him over for dinner. If he were uh, to beat the Jazz, you don't have to answer. <laughs> if it was a blowout, it's fine. But if it was okay. a close game and he had anything to do with it, then shame on him. <laughs> okay. No soup for you. 
Okay. <laughs> um, we talked a lot about marketing being an all-star. He did not make the starters, which was expected, right? Uh, yeah. That's more of a popularity contest. But they did, for the first time, come out with numbers or rankings. Um, usually, they just say the fan vote. This is where they ranked as far as the fan goes. But um, they they showed the rankings of the player vote and the media vote. And Markkinen was was top five in both of those, if I remember right. Wow, which is cool in forwards. So or so or in no in yeah, he's a forward, right? Yeah. So what is it about him that makes him likable? Like outside of our obviously our roster and our coaching staff, why would he be getting those votes? I think it's same reason. Like he's in the front runner for most improved. I think seeing that jump is big and and having lower expectations to start a season and then I, I think it just makes you look his direction more often like you know what you're going to get with with um i don't know a guy like i don't even know who i'm trying to think of somebody who's more just consistent across the years okay. and it's like they're very good yes um they, they're probably going to be an all-star yes but it, it, you just don't turn your head as much to see what well, well, marketing He's averaging 25. Like, right, right. He was, what was he last year? He wasn't even, he got traded yet. I think the trade helped him. Where was he last exactly. year? Exactly. Know? And then just the leap that he's made as far as statistics and even just the eye test has, has made people just turn heads towards him. When I saw his name coming to Utah at the beginning of the season, I watched all his highlight reels from other, his other NBA teams. And I, they were, there was few and far between. Of course, there were some three-point shots and some good dunks. But he wasn't a highlighted player. But where he was highlighted, and I got excited about him, was him in the European League. Yeah. Which playing, I was like, okay, this guy is good, right? Like, we're getting this guy. So something's changed there. I don't know if it was his confidence coming out of that European League or just his role here is like, no, you have to be the guy. Like, we have, to, you can't sit back anymore. You have to step up and play. We need to rely on you. And maybe he's just up for the challenge. It's interesting seeing different um, players and how they approach their offseason. Because I think a lot of players going to the offseason saying, okay, this is time to just dial in the, the specifics, maybe get a little rest and let my body heal, whatever, and maybe maybe do some more, like develop something into my game. Where he went and played in the, the European League, and, and as well as some other guys like, saying no i want to keep playing games i still want to keep playing every day like it's not a it's not an off season it's just a season away from the nba that i still have to keep getting better and i, I think it works for both ways just different people and and had he have not played for finland that year or that summer i don't think he's as good as he is now couldn't agree more i i couldn't agree more maybe maybe later in your career you can rest your body and dial in a few things but I think the mental benefits of playing and seeing your your abilities grow is is really important early on. I agree. Um, I'm excited. I still am saying he's an all-star. It's going to happen. Okay. So, you agree? Sure, sure, sure. sure. I mean, uh, it's so late in the podcast, I'd hate to start <laughs> an argument with you. <laughs> um, another maybe award status is... On NBA.com, Walker Kessler moved up to third in the yes. Rookie of the Year perspective. This is interesting because we brought it up, we talked about it, and we were like, eh, is it? And then we pulled it up, and he'd actually had gotten in a better position. And 
what all, all things considered i like it is it is it deserved where he's averaging seven points and seven rebounds a game and these other guys are, are pushing 20 and 20 plus. It's going to be tough because this uh, Banquero, is that how you say it? Uh-huh. Uh, over on Orlando's, over, he's averaging 20 and a half points a game for a rookie. I mean, that's, that's crazy talk, really. But I mean, the roles are totally different, I feel like. That's like even Gobert now, it doesn't score 20 points, and he has the same role as Walker Kessler. It's an impact thing. Maybe his plus and minuses are different, too, and I'm not sure on that. But. Uh, I'm just happy to see him getting recognized. I, do you think he has a chance? No. Okay. I, don't, <laughs> I love his top three. Yes. And does he deserve that? Possibly. Um, I think it's. I think these like weekly rankings are based on like the immediate, like just the last week or two, or okay. just some of the close term stuff that he's done. Right. And he has been getting more minutes. Um, he has been producing a little more. He's been starting for us, so I think that's why he's bumped up. But if his, I think his overall minutes per game and those statistics need to follow that before he even comes close to these other two. Okay. Uh, but his field goal percentage. It is nice. 71.5%. Sign any player up that can do that. <laughs> well, if you're looking down into the rim... Right. That's usually a good sign that it it's going to be It doesn't work for easy. me in golf. I look down at <laughs> the hole, still can't put it in. That's how Walker Kessler has to play basketball. No, I love that he's on the list. I love that he's in the top three. Um, I don't think he has a chance. I, I, I think he's not the guy on his team. Like Bancaro, he's their leading scorer right. in Orlando. Right. Uh, Benedict Matherin averaging 18 a game in Indiana. Uh, one of their top two or three guys. You know, Kessler's maybe our eighth leading scorer. And that's his role. So right. I don't think right. he's got a chance based purely on his role and his spot there. D- uh, did you notice when uh, Kelly Olenek came back from his injury, Coach kept Walker Kessler on the starting lineup? He still brought Kelly in. He just started with kind of a, a larger lineup. I mean, it's just such a good – like Ke- Walker has to feel good about how far he's come so far this season and like realizing he belongs, you know. That's like this identity crisis that anybody has in any career, really. It's like, oh, I'm a fraud. I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. I mean, Walker Kessler's got to know at this point he belongs in the NBA. He is starting on a team that's a 500 team and still has a chance to get in the playoffs this season. I'm, I'm going to say that. I think it could happen. I just, I just love the guy. I mean, he's just such a nice, genuine guy. And you're right. I 100% agree. He will not be getting a trophy at the end of the year. Is there a most improved player? award yeah does he and have a chance for that well he didn't play last year so a rookie can't oh it's that. not based on the beginning of this no year. it's based on year to year and okay. i think marketing is the front runner to win that right now really which is cool all right i just want us to get an award <laughs> just give us the <laughs> anybody, awards anybody <laughs> just one of your speeches i yeah. want to see the awards in our trophy best, case. best man bun give it to kelly olenic something <laughs> i need something um I, you don't know this, but I actually reached out to Walker Kessler on the old IG. Oh, how's he doing? I mean, I assume he's doing great. Right. He hasn't responded back. But I want to get Walker on the podcast. I think he would be great. Is no news good news? No, that's oh, not true. shoot. My bad. Um, but he's like you said, you love his personality. He's, he's like a sponge, I feel like. I feel like he's always trying to learn. He's always listening to guys. He's always smiling. He loves what he's doing. Even when he makes, especially when he makes a foul shot. He's really <laughs> Right. <happy. laughs> um, so that's, I'm going to keep pushing for that. 
if you or a friend know uh, Walker Kessler personally and want to have him on our show, we're not going to turn that offer down. We appreciate the help. We will definitely not turn it down. All right, I'm going to hold you to getting that done. If you remember, our goals for this year was to get two members of the organization on the podcast. True, true. So he would be one. Um, yeah, let's let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have a, our sponsors and um, know it or blow it, and then we got some more things to talk about. So, yes, sir, let's do it. As you guys know, we are big supporters of DraftKings Sportsbook, who is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now, they're still they're still providing their offer that you can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Some big games coming up in the NFL as well. You've got, uh, of course, the Super Bowl is only like two weeks away. Two weeks. I mean, the, the money lines and opportunities to use DraftKings for this upcoming Super Bowl are incredible. Um, download the app now and sign up with code TBPN if you haven't already. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Don't forget code TBPN. Only at DraftKings.com. I, I was trying to get that DraftKings.com, like NBA.com. Hey, there's a new note here. Oh, that guy. Yes. There's a new note here that says void in Ohio. So if anybody was listening in Ohio, I'm sorry. Yes. For, for multiple reasons, I'm very sorry. Know it or blow it is now. <laughs> Should we get? Who do we have getting on oh, man, the we phone got Brandon Waters. This guy, he's a jazz fan. Yeah? He's so a, you're he's, feeling good. He's the real deal. Can we do it? Should we do a prediction on Brandon's success rate? I love this. Let's do it. He doesn't have to know. No. Okay. What do you think? You know him a little better than I do. Uh, he, I th- you know. 3-0? and I think he's going to get 100%. He's, he's a smart guy. The greatest jazz fan of all time. Greatest. Okay. Let's get him on. <laughs> Brandon. Am I doing the first question? Uh, looks that way. Okay. Since I wrote down Jackson's question. Hello. Brandon, it's Tyson and Jackson over at Jazz Beats. What's cracking? Hey, what's going on, guys? Just trying to get you out of doing work. <laughs> hey, anything for that. We're very good at that. I mean, that's what we do every Monday. Yes, for about sir. an half hour anyways. It's true. I, I believe it. Brandon, are you familiar with how Know It or Blow It works? I'm not, actually. Okay, so it's a nationwide competition that takes place on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to ask you three questions, all related to the Utah Jazz. The questions get more difficult as they go on. So question one being easy, question two being medium, and question three being rare, just like you like your steaks. All right. Does that add up? Sure. That okay. makes sense. Uh, if, we, if we start with a question or, and you want to skip it and come back, that is allowed. You can do that one time. So here's, here's the stakes, Brandon. If you get all three questions right, you are, without a doubt, the greatest jazz fan of all time for the next week. <laughs> now, if you, if you get one of them wrong, it's, it's, this is an all-or-nothing type game. You get one of them wrong, you're the absolute worst jazz fan. So a lot on the line right now. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll, I'll take those stakes. <laughs> He's a brave man. Are you ready, Brandon, for question one? I'll go for it. Okay. So for the past few years, the jazz have had a patch on their jersey that says five for the fight. Um, describe yeah. in your own words what that means or what that stands for. What is the five for the fight? That, uh, from my understanding, is a foundation 
I don't know if Ryan Smith started or if he's just involved, but it seems like they raise money for cancer awareness from uh, the patch, right? It's- absolutely. That's that's correct. Yeah. So Ryan chose to use this foundation as the, the logo instead of his own business and supporting his business. He's supporting cancer awareness and cancer research. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. So good job. One down. Good job, Ryan. Good job, Brandon. I mean, <laughs> both doing great things. Okay, question <laughs> um, number two. All right, I'm just doing a quick breathing on this. Who is the only Utah Jazz player in Utah Jazz history to win the Sixth Man Award? Ooh. Let's see. Did, well, I'm going to go with Jordan Clarkson. Survey says... Winner, winner. That is correct. Let's do it. He is the only jazz man to win that award, so shout yeah. out to JC. All right, speaking JC. of speaking of awards, um, we've had two, two players win the Defensive Player of the Year. One in Rudy Gobert that's won it three times in recent history. Who was the only other jazz man to win the Defensive Player of the Year award? Oof. Not going to lie, this is tough. This is, this is a tough one. This is the. This is for all the marbles. Question three. This is as good as it gets. This is getting it. Um, the only guy coming to mind would be Mark Eaton, the big dude. Survey says. Is that your final answer? Sure, let's go with it. Sure, let's go with it. Sure, that's right, Brandon. Good for you, man. Yeah, there we go. Mark Eaton was the only one back in the the eighties. I would not hey, have nice. got that right. Jackson had to give me that answer. Yeah, who did you guess? I, I put two names. I, I put John put, Stockton because of assists and or Stills and then Thurl Bailey. Yeah. But both of them are garbage. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah, as you say, not the greatest jazz fan this week. No, but no, you Tyson are. Tyson was. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, I'm not the one on the spotlight here. You are. Congratulations, uh, by the way, Brandon. That is wait, awesome. Wait, I'll make work. sure to rub it into Kyron. Do it for sure. Yeah. Let yeah. us know his reaction too. Hey, I will. Hey, so we do that every week. Do you have somebody that you'd like to nominate? Uh, for our next week's segment, Know It or Blow It. Any jazz fans in your life? You know, my buddy Seth's a pretty big jazz fan. I bet he would be pretty good at this. Seth. Seth Curry? <laughs> no, I wish. I'm not quite that tight with Seth. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but Seth Whitaker would know. Seth Whitaker. Oh, the other Seth. Oh, yes. That's right. Of course. Mm-hmm. I don't know why yes, I thought the other. Seth Curry. Okay, we're coming after <laughs> Seth for next week. Um, we'll get a hold of him. We'll get a hold of you to get his contact info and... Yeah, congrats, man. Good for you. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, now get back to work. We'll catch you later. All right, we'll see you. See you, Brandon. You called it. You said he's going to go 3-0, and he That's did. a tough one. I'm really impressed. With the Mark Eaton one? Yeah. And it was quick. He didn't really have to think. Like, I would have gone through the eras. I would have been, okay, yep, yep. was there any defensive stoppers in the D-Will era? Um, no, probably not. The Ty Corbin right. era? No. It's John Stockton Malone? No, not really. See, I'd have to like take my time on that right. one. I don't know. I was just super impressed. I knew he had it, though. It's easy money. Um, one thing we got to get out of the way before Uh-oh. we get to the, the upcoming schedule is last week we mentioned we were going to talk about if the Jazz had a player on our roster, there's probably only one that's an option Correct. that is better than current-day LeBron James. This is this is a big question. At first time you hear it, it's like, no, absolutely not. You know, like LeBron is LeBron. Um, but when you start to dive in and think about it and think of roles and think about how people are performing right now, it's a little bit closer than I thought. 
Okay, so tell me the stipulations here. This is any, this is the current LeBron versus any jazz player in history, or is it against any current jazz? Player? Oh, I, I read this wrong. I was thinking marketing versus current LeBron, and I'm giving the edge to LeBron in that, but it's closer than I first thought. But I I think I'm understanding the question incorrect. Well, what you, well what maybe thinking? I just thought of it a different way. I thought. Is there has there ever been a player on the Utah Jazz roster that's been better than LeBron? Okay, so let's start at the top. Who's the greatest jazz player of all time? Is it Carmelone? Howard Isley. No? <laughs> no, the greatest. Oh, yeah. Not Not Foster either. Okay. Is it is, <laughs> is it Malone? I, it's I've gotta, gotta be say Malone. Carl Malone. It's gotta be Malone. And and because LeBron didn't LeBron only just pass him recently in In scoring. In scoring mm-hmm. points and, scored. LeBron is on track in the next couple of weeks to pass Kareem for the most points in the NBA of all time. Ever. Ever. I mean, it took him some time. Let's go. <laughs> That's the caveat there. Um, but in, in Malone's peak, he averaged in 1989, he averaged 31 points per game. 31 and 11. Like that. That's no small feat. That's incredible. Two-time MVP. So is MVP Malone better than current day lebron uh based i've never seen lebron i've never seen car malone fall to his knees complaining about a referee call <laughs> is that what to, what it takes <laughs> to be good i think <laughs> or, it does uh I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say that carl malone in his prime could win lebron james right now in one-on-one in one-on-one okay <laughs> that's not the question well that's the but, direction i went all okay. right I'm I'm still gonna say no. I wow. think LeBron wow. is incredible. Mm. I'm and I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm not gonna even say it. <laughs> so I'd rather just not say it. Um, especially in the last few weeks, he's been absolutely killing it. He has upped his game. Sorry, I don't want to talk about LeBron too much. Carl Malone, uh-huh. his turnaround twenty footer fade away. Is it viable in today's basketball style of game? I think so. Really. I think more so now than in the last five years. Uh-huh. I feel like the mid-range is kind of coming back a little bit. Right, because defenses are focused on closing out the three-point line and... Protecting the rim. And protecting the rim. And that's it. That's why I feel like Kyrie um, and these mid-range shooters that can pull and stop or do a floater from the 15, 17-footer have a real advantage over a lot of defense setups. Yep. So Carmelone even though it's a slow turnaround fade away you think well it's a post move it's not off the dribble like like no, your they, Kyrie's they have like time your, to double Carl uh-huh. on that move but i think it's still effective i think his his body is ob- obviously fit for today's game everyone's bigger stronger yeah. and he was amongst the biggest and strongest sure. of the 90s yeah um so I, I i love talking about eras and comparing eras because there's no right answers, and you can't say one way or another for sure. So it's like anything goes. I recently played on NBA 2K23, mm-hmm. current Golden State Warriors against the 97-98 Utah Jazz. Yeah, how'd we do? Utah won. Yes. So Well, then you can talk about eras, <laughs> and you can predict what would happen thanks to NBA 2K. Thank you, NBA 2K. <laughs> sponsorship coming soon <laughs> i hope so oh looking ahead that, that's a fun question i love talking about eras we could go on forever looking ahead we only have two games until next time we meet yeah. um toronto and atlanta toronto's coming in at a solid 12th 
Solid. Solid. <laughs> Solid. Solid. Oy. Uh, you know, and then the Hawks are in eighth, but really 25 and 28 and 23 and 28 is the difference between the two. It's really not much. Every Everybody's still two games away from a new position. So what are your thoughts on this? You think um, we have a chance on any of these games? I think we can go 2-0 and here. We're, both, we're at home both times, so. which is huge. We've got a lot of home games coming up. Um, Toronto's kind of in disarray. Like This is the weakest they've been in years, and it's kind of been surprising, I think, to them and Toronto fans. For sure. Um, so I think that's a winnable game. And then Atlanta... Um, I'm going to be there with my two boys and my wife, and you've met my boys, and they're loud, so I think we're yeah. going to pull it out because yeah. we're going to help with that. Well, I'm glad someone's going to be there to help <laughs> help overcome Trey Young. Yeah, I think you're right. I think 2-0 will be fun. Uh, if you see Jackson at the game, he really loves getting embraced with a kiss on both cheeks, so... <laughs> <laughs> Look out for him and make sure to give him a little hug. I swear, and a kiss on if both I get a kiss on Friday, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I but. will uh, post a picture of him and his family <laughs> wait outside the toilets because his kids will go, and you'll obviously have an opportunity <laughs> to embrace Jackson. Okay, and on that <laughs> note, um, two games coming up with our home stint right now. Um, Jazz could get above 500 and crack into the, the playoff seats. I love it. I want to see us in eighth seed after this week. Coming okay. back. We're coming is from the goal, right now. Is the goal a play-in game? I would love to I, be in a play-in game. I think game. a play-in game would be fun. So we're in 10th position now. Next time we record, we want to be in 8th position. Okay. okay. Mark it up. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy this. I, we, I, I don't know where I'm going. I'm getting emotional here. <laughs> He's just thinking about getting kissed on the cheek. Oh, jazz! Yes.